lepers cast out demons. This is Hello. Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Healing the Whole Person. Our guest today, we're so happy to welcome him back, is uh, Father Jim Curtin. He's the pastor of St. Dennis in Lockport. And for those of you who were at our healing conference, he was one of the main speakers. And he has, we're coming up on a year that he's faithfully, once a month or more, uh, been the host of this radio show. So, Father Jim, welcome today to the show. Well, thank you very much. Uh, it's, um, I thank all the listening audience uh, uh, to participating in this. And uh, I just got back from a three-day intense conference for myself down in the Versailles, Indiana, and I'd like to share today a little bit of what I've learned and what I've personally experienced in the last uh, three days. I'm, I'm very tired and drained and exhausted because a lot of healing happened within me and a, a great deal of knowledge I gained and understanding um, of the, the, the dark side, the uh, demonic, the world that is ruled by Satan and how it goes about ruling it and touching our lives. So I want to just share some insights that I've learned and maybe share some personal experiences and hope it's helpful to our uh, those who are listening today. Um, I want to talk about three things that I learned that um, we uh, inherit the sins of our fathers. Uh, that means our ancestors, fathers and mothers, grandparents, uncles and aunts, uh, their parents, their godparents, we, those sins are passed down. And I'll give an example of how things are passed down, like um, alcoholism is often passed down from one generation to another. Now, alcoholism is a disease. It also can be uh, sinful uh, for the effects of what happens when someone drinks to excess. Uh, but there's also consequences of drinking, and uh, those consequences could be demonic activity in your life attached to the alcoholism. So the sins of the fathers, godfathers, and we know that. In my own family, um, there were drinkers. Uh, our family drank. Uh, my own family has had struggles with drinking, and uh, so that gets passed down. So... Um, the sins of our fathers are passed down from one generation to generation. I want to tell a personal story. Um, maybe this will help some of those, some of you who have been hurt uh, by uh, your parents growing up or someone in your family, um, and how the sins of our fathers are passed down. So I want to give a practical example of that using myself. Uh, when I was a young boy, just about five years old, oh, excuse me, in fifth grade, my parents uh, took a vacation to Michigan, which we did every summer. There were uh, mom and dad, my father and mother, and there was five of us siblings, my older brother, uh, my younger brother, George, 
myself and my two younger sisters. Um, on the way up to vacation, uh, I was acting out in the backseat of the car. I was uh, uh, causing uh, my brothers to get upset with me. So we were arguing and poking each other. And my father kept saying to us, stop arguing back there, stop po touching each other, stop whatever. And I was like the ringleader. And my father, after a while, just had enough. After, I don't know, an hour of this or half an hour or whatever the time was, I don't remember. And uh, uh, he pulled over to the side of the road, and there were some migrant workers out in the field. And he said uh, to me, I was a ringleader, he said, um, Jim, get out of the car. And I said, no, I don't want to get out. He said, get out of the car. And so I was nervous about getting out of the car because I didn't know what my father intended to do. So I stood outside the car, and he said, the way you've been acting, you, it's like you don't want to be part of this family. And he said, if you don't want to see that field over there of migrant workers, you go live with them, and they can become your new family. And I just stood there as a fifth grader, kind of shocked by what I heard. <clears throat> then my father started slowly pulling away the car, <clears throat> driving away. <clears throat> and, of course, I got scared and frightened and everything. And I felt alone, and I felt abandoned in that moment. And uh, soon my father backed up and uh, said, do you want to be part of this family now? And I said, yes, I do. And I got in the car, <clears throat> and I was very quiet. <clears throat> for the rest of the way up to the cottage we were renting. What happened at that moment was um, I encountered a sense of abandonment and I encountered an orphan spirit, like an actually an evil spirit, affected me. Um, I'll explain later what an orphan spirit is. But three years later, <clears throat> the same thing happened in a different way. Um, I left for a seminary when I was 13. They, in those days, they had high school seminary and college and, and theology. And my father drove me all the way down to St. Minor, which was a Benedictine seminary in southern Indiana. <clears throat> Took about four or five hours to get there. We got there, registered for school, and um, my father had to drive back to Chicago and said, um, have a good year. I'll talk to you soon, blah, 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 blah. And he drove off. And I was only 13 years old, and that was very common back in those days. Uh, we had over 1,000 seminarians studying in that school, 400 in high school, 200 in college, or 400 in college and 200 in theology. But what, what I realized the last three days of being prayed over for inner healing was at that moment when my father drove away, I um, felt a sense of abandonment. I, the orphan spirit again rose in me. And uh, from that moment on, I became uh, unconsciously uh, an orphan. I was no longer part of our family. I mean, I knew I was, and my parents loved me. But literally, uh, what I did, I, I would come home just at Christmas time. That was the custom then. And then I would come home in the summertime. That was, in talking to the counselor this week when I went through my own inner healing, 
the counselor pointed out to me, he said, you know, what your father did you was cruel. And having you stand outside the car until you go to to be with the with the uh, um, the migrants, and that's your new family. It was really cruel. But you've explained to me, and which I did the day before, how loving your father was, how caring your family was, how much a warm, loving atmosphere. So what he did was completely out of character for who your father was. And he said to me, look at me, see, you know what? That happened to your father. What happened to you? I said, really? He said, there's no way he would have done such a cruel act to you unless that had happened to him in the past. Somehow his father, somewhere, when he was growing up one time, told him to get out of the car and he's no longer part of this family. The sin of his father was passed on to my father, and my father, being upset and uncomfortable and angry, did the same thing that happened to him when he grew up. That happens to all of us. The sins of our fathers or grandfathers, uncles and aunts, if they're not healed and forgiven, they're passed on to their children. And that's why a lot of times um, um, the same um, sins or mistakes or fears or anxieties are passed on from generation and they're never broken. Because these sins, these curses, these are, uh, if necessary, dealt with, are passed on to another generation. So looking back over the last day on my own life as a priest, one of the things I discovered, because I had this orphan spirit in me, that from my freshman year on, I had to survive on my own. Yes, I saw my parents at Christmas time, and yes, I saw them in the summertime, and I love them, and they love me, and I, I never had any negative feelings. But inside, my spirit was damaged. The person inside of me, uh, the, the young boy, Jimmy Curtin. Um, and what happened was um, I began to realize that uh, I took on certain characteristics because I had, had this orphan spirit affecting me. I became very independent. I was away from home. I became um, very rebellious. Um, rebellion became part of my life, but it was a subtle rebellion. It was always not get, don't get caught in rebellion. Be sneaky and don't get caught. Uh, the other thing that happened to me, um, I never developed a healthy sonship. What do I mean? Because I, as son, was not home to experience all the family affairs throughout the many, many years studying for the priesthood, 12. I was never home for my birthday, never home for Thanksgiving, never home for Easter. So I became a very independent, uh, very rebellious. And uh, the other thing that happened to me, um, I'm telling you all this, and it's very personal, but I'm telling you all this because this happens across the board to people, believe me, in many ways. And we've never dealt with it as a church, you know. Uh, some people try to sort out their um, negative feelings or thoughts by going to counselor or psychologist, but the healing prayer of God can set us free from the traumas, the curses, the um, sins of our fathers that have been passed down to our generations. Well, I could give many examples of this, but that was one in my life. The harm for me was my parents loved me, and this was the 
policy of the church back in the 50s and 60s that there were high school seminaries. And my parents listened to the priest saying, that's what to do if your son wants to be a priest. So they were, they were operating on only the knowledge they had. But today, now I feel and know that it's, it's a part of me was, uh, took on a sense of abandonment in an orphan lifestyle. Uh, one of the other characteristics of an orphan lifestyle is um, you begin to block your feelings. You know, you don't allow yourself to um, share negative feelings. Uh, you keep that within you. So um, many people encounter orphan lifestyles. You know, if you grew up as an orphan, if you grew up in... Um, We'd like to take a break right now, and I'll come talk about uh, some more things about sins of the fathers, soul ties, and something else that I can talk called strongholds. Listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Hi, I'm Doug Berry from Life on the Rock. The importance of Catholic Radio cannot be underestimated. This is a medium that can reach into the hearts and the minds and the vehicles of individuals at any given time or day. This is one of those ways that we can reach hearts and souls that are hurting and that need to know the grace, the strength, the healing power of Christ. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Everyone and welcome back. You've been listening to Father Jim Curtin um, tell his incredible personal story. Father Jim, that was 
probably one of the most touching sharings I've heard in a long, long time. Um, thank you, because you know what? It reaches our listeners. We all suffer from some form of emotional uh, problems from our childhood, but that was extremely excruciating. And I know our listeners, it, it, I'm sure it touched every heart out there. And what amazes me is that you have... You are the most giving, loving priest that I know of, that you pray for people and you give yourself. So all that while you suffered all of that, you you've somehow have still become a beautiful priest, and now the Lord has seen fit to, to begin a real deep healing, which I thank you for sharing that. And for the listeners out there, if you want to call for prayer, call 224-585-9754. 584 Father Jim, thank you. Um, I want to uh, just ask, this is the segment of our show where we do pray for people. So I'm hoping someone will call who has a similar need and maybe faced what you faced. We have a couple of prayer requests, though, Father, before you continue. And it's um, one. Hello. Hello, are you there? Thank you. Yeah, I am there. Thank you very much. But I want to I want to pray for people over the phone right now. Okay. But I want to do a, I want to say a submissive prayer that everyone's listening right now. Please join me as I say this prayer and just submit to it and say I agree with what Father Jim is saying. All right. Yes. Gonna, good. This is a submission prayer to God's power in your life. So all listening audience, put yourself and ask God to come and submit yourself to Him. Here's the prayer: Lord Jesus Christ, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and rose again from the dead. You redeemed me by your blood, and I belong to you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your shed blood, which cleanses me of my sin. I want to live for you. I come to you as my deliverer. I now confess all my sins, known and unknown. So if, if something pops into mind, the Holy Spirit brings something to mind, just say, I confess my sins now you, Lord. I repent of them and ask you to forgive me. I renounce them all. I forgive others as I want you to forgive me. Forgive me now and cleanse me with your blood. I repent of any way I have given place to the enemy, to Satan. You know my special need to obtain freedom from things that bind me, torment me, and defile me, and from every evil and unclean spirit. I claim the promise of your word. Whoever calls upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ should be, shall be delivered. I call upon you now, Lord Jesus, to deliver me and set me free. Renounce Satan and all his works and all his, uh, and all his workers. I, loo I loose myself from Satan in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I command you, Satan, you and your demons, to leave me now. All this I do in, your, in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, I want to do an actual prayer over the phone now uh, for all of you who are listening. This will take a few minutes, but I want uh, the Lord, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you what area or what sin he wants to free you of. So we're going to do part of the sins of the fathers, your fathers, grandfathers, uncles, aunts, whatever, and the resulting curses that came from them. So... Um, I'll say to yourself quietly or out loud, wherever you're listening to this, I confess the sins of my ancestors, my parents, and my own sins of, and then 
name a sin that is uh, the part of your life. Just say it to yourself privately, quietly, or out loud. I confess the sins of my ancestors and my parents and my own sins of name them. For those of you who have an, an, an orphan spirit like I had, um, some of the company uh, accompanying uh, sins or areas that would touch your life is this. I'm going to name them real quickly. Dissatisfaction, disconnect, disconnect disconnected, uh, feeling uh, fatherlessness, motherlessness, homelessness. An orphan spirit feels homeless. Uh, impatience. Inconsistency, lack of true identity, lack of uh, inheritance. You don't feel you receive the gift and this inheritance of God that has for you. You have a spirit of restlessness all the time. You're always searching. You have a sense of unsettledness. Those are all characteristics of an orphan lifestyle. So now we're going to go through and kind of deal with them and ask God to remove them from you, okay? So this is point two. I choose to forgive and release my ancestors. Say that to yourself. I choose to forgive and release my ancestors as well as all others who have influenced me for these sins and curses and for the consequences in my life. I ask you to forgive me, Lord, for these sins, for yielding to them and to the curses accompanying them. I receive your forgiveness now. Lord, forgive me, and I receive your forgiveness. Say that in your heart or out loud, wherever you are. Next, on the basis of your forgiveness, Lord, I choose to forgive myself for entering into these sins and pattern of life. Remember, the patterns were restlessness, searching, lack of identity, uh, impatience, Sense of homelessness, motherlessness, fatherlessness, discontent, disconnected. I know I'm speaking to a lot of people right now who are listening to this. On the basis of your forgiveness, Lord, I choose to forgive myself for entering into these patterns of life and these sins. I choose, I, I renounce now the sins and curses of the an orphan lifestyle. I break these powers from my life and from the lives of my descendants through the redemptive work of Jesus on the cross. They're going through a healing process right now over the radio. I receive God's freedom from these sins, curses, and, and I receive now the blessing. I want to give some blessings to you. I receive the blessings of belonging a sense of deep belonging, the sense of um, familyness, the sense of true identity as a son or daughter of God, the sense of being found by the Father and connected, the sense of not the blessing of not being alone. Of not being disconnected or dis or dissatisfied.
and you have the inheritance of God. That means all the promise of God for, in heaven are yours here on earth. You are not an orphan. You are a child of God. And I break off through the power of the Holy Spirit, as we've just done, any spirit that is not of God that makes you feel like an orphan, consciously, unconsciously, or subconsciously. We ask for healing in that area. In the name of Jesus, for the honor and glory of the Father forever and ever. Now, if there's some individual people wanting to be prayed with or any questions, please call the radio station today and make your request known. That number, Father, is 224-585-9754. That was so powerful. I want to add uh, request prayers for Stephanie DiCara. She's in her mid-20s, and it was transferred to Northwestern the other night and is terminal right now. Stephanie right. DiCara, can you pray for her, Father? I, I pray for Stephanie, Lord. I lift her up to you, Lord. I, I bring her to your kingdom, Lord, and I lay her in love in the river of glory. It comes right from the throne room of God. I place her in that river, Lord, and I ask that your healing power would come upon her, upon her mind, about her body, any organs in her body that are damaged, Lord. I pray that they be revived, restored, and renewed through the power of the Holy Spirit, for your honor and glory, Father. We ask this forever and ever. Amen. And, Father, we have uh, two other people. There's a a woman named Janet who um, has become critically ill, had bronchitis. She has a bunch of children, and now she's critically ill. And also our dear Father John Grigas at Marytown is quite very seriously ill and needs prayers. The woman's first name? Janet. Janet. We pray for Janet, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you send healing angels to where she is right now. Lord, you know all the things. Any spirits of infirmity that are affecting her, I command in the name of Jesus that they would go to the foot of the cross. Lord, you know all the things that are affecting her and causing the illness, Lord. And so I, I, I keep... I ask, Lord, that the darkness that is around her right now, that the holy angels, your holy angels would go there, especially angels of light, to bring renewal, restoration to her. Amen. And I pray for Father John, Lord, that uh, for comfort and for healing for his body. Lord, if you've called him to a future ministry and to work as a priest in your church and among your people, then... We who are listening right now come with a collective yes and ask together that Father John will begin to recover and be healed. We thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer that we lift up to you this moment for Father John, and we give you glory and praise to stay forever and ever. Amen. Father, thank you. And the number here is 224-585-9754. And I'd just like to give on the air um, a shout-out to you, Father. Um, we, Angela had listened to the, one of the tapes of your talks at the conference in October, and she said that it is the most magnificent talk. It was the afternoon talk, second one, where she said she could listen to it 
20 times a day. It is so powerful. It's such a beautiful talk about healing. So I wanted all our listeners to know that. And if you would like a copy of this um, tape, call us again here at 224-585-9754. I wanted you to know that, Father, because you so rarely get the um, the the, the uh, compliments you need for the work you do. Well, it's nice to have that feedback. I appreciate it. But most of all, I, I really uh, want God's healing power to be released. Um, in a way that is uh, never before experienced in the church and throughout the world. And uh, I'm learning myself the obstacles and the barriers to doing that that we've never been taught as Catholics, we've never been taught as Christians. So I uh, thank you for this program that continue tries to reach out and provide healing for the whole person. And now, Father, could we ask your blessing for everyone? Lord, I send a blessing of God's blessing upon all of you who are listening now. Um, if, uh, if your heart needs to be healed, put your hand on your heart right now. If your mind needs to be healed, put your hand on your mind. The part of your body needs to be healed Do that. So, Lord, bless all who are listening to them. Faith is the key. Bring healing to every area of people's lives, especially freedom from demonic influence and oppression. I ask this in the name of Jesus, for the glory of the Father, Forever never, amen. At 224 Thank you, Father. 6 That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith.